Welcome to this episode of Raising Kilin, the podcast to motivate, inspire, and educate parents raising kids with special needs. I am your host, Marsh Naidu. Today, I'm sitting down to chat with Mindy Silva. Mindy is founder of Wired on Development. Welcome to the show, Mindy. Thanks, Marsh. Mindy, what exactly is Wired on Development? There's, there's two parts to it. There's the podcasts, which are really about interviewing clinicians or experts in the field of pediatric neurorehabilitation. And then there's the Facebook page and the Facebook group, which is more about just sharing current research and uh, really having conversations around what, how we apply that research to our clinical practice. It's really about um, recognizing and celebrating the clinicians in our field. Mindy, as a pediatric therapist, what, what set you on the trajectory to forming a wide on development? What was your motivation? It started when it was actually Billy Kuzik who put me on this trajectory. Um, we were doing, she was coming to New Zealand to do a course and I wanted to find out a little bit more about her before I paid for the course. And at the time I was listening to a lot of podcasts and I thought it would be quite easy just to find a podcast of her sort of sharing a bit of what she does and I couldn't find anything. So that was pretty interesting and I decided I would just uh, start my own. She was very, very open to being my first uh, therapist that I interviewed and we had a great conversation and it just kind of, it was so much fun. I just decided that I would just do more of it. And at the time I was also wanting to get a little bit more tech savvy. And so it was a bit of a, a personal project just to be tech savvy and then just to capture the voice of those clinicians that we we get so much value from that sometimes, you know, it's not always that easy to access when you don't stay somewhere central in the States where all those courses are, are really available. So I'm in New Zealand and uh, I come from a big city in Johannesburg, South Africa, where it was really easy to access continued education and have those clinical conversations and right. moving to a small town in New Zealand. I realized um, actually after I did Billy's, Billy's course that I had been really isolated and I hadn't really minded it so much but just kind of doing Billy's course and doing the interview with her kind of just lit a fire for me about um, capturing those conversations and having them. Mindy how does a South African trained therapist find themselves in New Zealand? <laughs> so I won't I won't get into the politics um, Marsh of leaving it was a difficult decision and a big move I'm not I'm not a traveler. I'm not a, you know, a big world explorer. I like to sort of be at home and stay in one place. But at the time, about 10 years ago, we kind of felt it was the best move for our family. We started looking for options of where we could move. And there was a job offer in Nelson, New Zealand. I accepted it and here I am. Well, Mindy, I think both of us are in a similar situation. I'm, I'm also a South African trained therapist and uh, we've decided to, to settle in the States as well. Um, 
more so after uh, Kellen's birth. So, I, I mean, I, I'm always in awe of um, therapists that move around the world and are able to find uh, employment in different countries. I mean, that talks about the, the, the kind of mobility that we have as therapists. Absolutely. It served me very well as well. I spent a year in New York actually um, working as a physio about two years after I qualified. So that was fun. As a peds therapist or as a, just as a travel therapist, Mindy? No, just as a general therapist. But, but I worked with a couple of kids that really, um, well, I was always interested in doing pediatrics, but, but it was, there, were, there was a, a child there with cerebral palsy that I worked with that um, sparked, my, sparked my passion. Mindy, for that therapist listening to us today, whether they new into the field or just graduating or whether they are more established therapist, um, and if they are interested in joining pediatrics, what advice would you give to them? Marsh, my, my background is as an NDT therapist and I strongly value the training and the experience that I got from going through the basic and then the advanced NDT modules. I think that there are, there are a couple of other options nowadays where you can get a good pediatric grounding. But the thing I really liked about the NDT course was it gave you the whole picture so that you, you really understood how to analyze movement and what to do about what you were finding or what you were seeing. Um, and I think that in the beginning, many years ago, I thought if you hadn't done your NDT training, you probably weren't going to be a very good therapist. But I have since, in my years, come across therapists who are really good that haven't done the NDT training, but they have that understanding that they've gained over the years. And I think the NDT training gives you that sort of package in a in a short period of time so that you can, you don't have to spend all those years trying to gain that knowledge. You kind of just get it in a neat little package. So I would say do your NDT course. How long has Wide on Development been together for now? Four years now, three or four years. You draw on therapists worldwide. And what drives the therapist to Wide on Development or the collective? Um, so I guess wired on development, the thing that I've found most therapists that participate find they like the, the research that I share. So they like to kind of keep on top of what's current. And I just tend to share things that interest me. Um, so whenever something catches my attention, I'll pop it onto the Facebook group. In terms of the podcasts, I find um, a lot of therapists are really inspired I get therapists emailing me fairly frequently sort of saying that they were finding they'd lost their passion. They were thinking of a career change. They were kind of just, um, you know, kind of just seeing their work as drudgery or just in the too hard basket because of all the restrictions or constraints around what they could and couldn't do as therapists and listening to the podcasts, listening to the expert clinicians just talking about how they've developed the expertise, what, how they apply their therapy principles and 
what kind of results they're getting just really seems to inspire therapists and get them motivated again to get back in the clinic and and see the potential and the possibility with the kids that they work with because that's not that, that's not easy to lose that focus Mindy especially with the caseloads we carry as therapists and having to deal with indirect patient care having to uh, to coordinate sometimes with uh, insurance companies, that's often easy to kind of get bogged down and burnt out. So yeah. by far, therapists have a caring nature and they really, they really want to help. But sometimes it's, it's easy to lose focus of that. So what I've got from, I mean, the collective um, and wide on development has been invaluable to me. As you said, it, it kind of re it rekindles and re-sparks your, your fire to where you want to learn more and you want to, to be quite honest, do more. I get that. Um, so I guess, Marsh, it's maybe a good idea just to differentiate between the Wired on Development and the Collective. All right. So the wide the wide on development is the podcast and the facebook group and then the wide collective then takes that upper level where that's a a premium membership for therapists who to take their learning to the next level it's only for registered pediatric physical and occupational therapists because the whole point of doing the membership was to be able to to share clinical case studies and so it needed to be therapists that were already answerable or registered with a, a governing body so that, um, you know, we were all kind of upheld to the same standard. And so it's only for pediatric PTs and OTs. And um, in, in the wide collective, we, we do a lot more mentoring, coaching and um, kind of getting together on a much more intimate level with clinical experts who can take the, the innovative practices and actually help us to apply that in our everyday work. So it's much more pragmatic, really. Um, and I guess that if you're inspired by Wired on Development and inspired by all the research and all the possibilities and potential out there that you can do as a therapist to help your kids, then sometimes applying it in the practice becomes the next sort of friction point or stumbling block because it's quite hard to move from a busy practice where you're doing things in a certain way to, to bring in sort of new and innovative techniques and really feel confident about using them. So the wide collective is about that. It's about building the confidence and, and taking the theoretical ideas and actually implementing them in a more practical way. So Mindy, um, the parents that, that listen to our podcast, so would you encourage them to uh, join Wide on Development? Oh, definitely. I have a lot of parents emailing me with such amazing stories about, you know, I listened to this podcast and I took it to my therapist and we decided to try this approach and it's made such a difference. I've, I've had fantastic stories about parents who really are fantastic advocates for their own kids and have a great working relationship with their therapists. And so they are empowered by the knowledge that they gain from, from being part of the Wired on Development um, group. And they can take that and then use it to, to really 
um, just try new things as well and see what works for their kids. The last podcast I listened to was Sarah Clayton. What I really liked about the podcast, Mindy, it was, is that she brought home the point, the importance of the parent-professional partnership. What was your, your take home from that podcast? So Sarah is, is a mom and she has worked in 24-hour postural management and she's a body symmetry specialist. The importance of really partnering with the parents to understand how to get the uptake of the, the program that you're trying to implement and understanding where the barriers are and how to work with the parents. She was very inspiring to talk to, I have to say. Always, I think always I get from, from the interviews, and it's something that we have to remind ourselves of, is that permission to, to try and experiment and perhaps get it wrong and then try something else and to not have all the answers, but to just have, have the, the confidence to, to keep going until you find what you need that works. That's it. Mindy, what gets you up in the morning? What is your motivation? <laughs> the kids, Marge. <laughs> Making sure that we're doing the best for the kids. I think, um, yeah, I really, I get excited about pediatric therapy and, and about what we can do when we get it right the potential we have to make a huge difference in people's lives. And I get really frustrated and sad about therapists who lose that inspiration and that motivation and kind of just don't get that depth of, of what we can do and, and how much of a difference we can make. That's, that's the truth, Mindy. It really is. I mean, so much in those early years, you know, we have such a role to play in, in, in that zero to five time frame, in my opinion, that that's something we cannot lose focus on. I mean, it's not something where you can look up when your, your kid's 12 or 15 and say, come on, let's do it. It's a gradual process especially with a neuromotor involvement where it's years and years of trying to layer on skills and using one skill to build another. Um, so I, I, I'm in total agreement with what you've just said, Mindy. Yeah. Um, Mindy, and I think, I'm I think the learning is so important that, um, you know, that's, that's what motivates therapists when you, when you think you know and you think you have all the answers and you show up at work every day and you're doing the same thing every day, eventually you kind of lose the spark. Um, when you're constantly learning and looking for new opportunities and new ways to do things and you have the confidence to just try different things in the clinic and see what, what difference it makes, that's, that really brings the excitement back into your clinical practice. Um, and the parents appreciate that as well um, because, you know, they, they know. They know that it's, there's no miracle cure and they're also just looking for somebody who, who's got that enthusiasm and excitement about, about just trying different approaches and, and finding something that's going to make the difference. 
And I think knowing that everything that can be done is being done, you know, yeah. what are the, what's, what's the goals and what's in store for Wired on Development for the new year? The new year. So Wired on Development, um, I've got a couple of people lined up that I'd like to interview, um, but I have to be honest that it has taken a bit of a backseat to the PhD, which is needing to be finished at the end of well, middle of next year. So um, I've really slowed down on the number of podcasts that I've done this year and um, probably for next year as well. Um, but I still have a few a few people that I will be bringing into interview. So there will be a, a few more interviews coming out for 2020 for Wired on Development. So I guess the big goal for Wired on Development really is just to keep... Um, keep sharing the interesting stuff I find as I'm doing my own research and just keep putting stuff out there for people to pay attention to, be aware of, and just kind of, just, just kind of store somewhere in the memory banks that helps trigger something for them as they're going about their day-to-day practice. Um, for the Wide Collective, I think my goal is to grow our membership because um, the more enthusiastic and connected therapists there are the the greater our voice as clinicians i always say you know i, I truly value the, the academics and the research i wouldn't be doing my phd if i didn't but i don't think clinicians get enough time in the sun or in the spotlight and that clinical experience is so valuable and just supporting each other with what's really working in the clinic what you know um, how you improve your clinical skills, your clinical analysis, all that kind of stuff is really hard to get these days. You can get a lot of theory, but the practical on the mat stuff is harder, harder to get. And so my goal with Wide Collective is to find ways where we can use the internet to bring the theory into our practical day-to-day work. Mindy? Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sitting down and chatting with me. Um, Before we go, I would like for you just to give us the resource to your Facebook page. Would you mind saying that for my parents? And I will provide that as well on the RaisingKellen.org blog. Uh, How do parents find you uh, on Facebook, Mindy? Yeah, so the Facebook, there's... um there's the Wired on Development page, which is um, Wired on Development, exactly uh, spelled as you say it. And then there's the Wired on Development group. And um, I saw somebody the other day said they weren't sure what the difference was between the two. I guess the, the Facebook page is more kind of where I just put the research. And the group is... Um, a private group so you have to be invited into the group and that is more about actually having the conversations so you'll find all the information the research everything that I share on the page but we kind of tend to get into deeper conversations and have a little bit more fun connecting and forming a bit more of a community in the actual wide on development group so if they just look up groups on Facebook and type in wide on development they'll find both the group and the page and they just have to um, just kind of say who they are and why they want to uh, join. And um, then they'll get an invite to join the group. But the page, anybody can like and follow.
Mandy, on a personal note, I would like to say thank you so much for um, giving us a platform on which the, as therapists and parents, we could, can learn from each other. Um, for actually being a role model and a mentor to me, um, teaching me how to get comfortable with the tech um, <laughs> and absolutely learning more about your passion uh, in pediatrics. Oh, it's been such a pleasure, Marsh. Thanks so much for, for inviting me and asking me to share my story. It's funny being on the other side of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? All right, guys. Well, parents, we've come to the end of another podcast. And until we see you again, remember always get to the top of your mountain. This is Marsh Naidu signing out. Thank you.